Hello and welcome. This is part of my Let's Homeschool series. I do these every so often when I feel really um, a big encouragement from many of the little like messages and comments that I get in the community that seem to resonate with a certain theme. So I wanted to come to you together, you know, over three videos because I know your time is precious. So I'm going to try to condense this and make this as tight as possible. And I thought about homeschooling, you know, we're all, this is, I'm recording this at the time of year when many families are starting their homeschool journey, either they're brand new or they've been homeschooling for years. And this is kind of a really stressful time, but yet this words, these words kept resonating with me. And the first word that resonated with me was opportunity. So I really want to talk about opportunity and dig into that for this little talk. And then the next talk that I have scheduled, and again, it's going to be pre-recorded. So you can watch these videos whenever you want. And obviously you're seeing it as a replay, <laughs> but the second talk is really going to talk about that transformation. Okay. So like we have all homeschooled, we're going to go deep into what we mean about opportunity because um, it's really so important, so important to foundationally understand the look around and see the opportunities that are around for us. What does that actually mean? And then the second is, what do we mean by a transformation? How do I actually actualize that? And then my third one, which will actually be a live session. So I'm going to go live. I usually go live in the community on Thursday afternoons. And that Thursday one is really all about what we call ownership. And that's kind of just making it our own, making this journey our own for our own unique family. So with further ado, without further ado, <laughs> for those of you who don't know me, I'm going to actually start sharing my screen, give a little intro. So bear with me with this for just a minute here. We're going to share the screen. There we go. To dom And here we are. Yay, this week's live. So this one's actually going to be live on. The live will be Thursday, but I am presenting this as a pre-recorded talk for you. And it's in my series called Let's Homeschool. This one is, as I mentioned, the key phrase is opportunity. So for those of you who haven't met me, yay, my name is Paula Siskanik. I am a wife, a mother to seven grown children and a grandmother. Yes, all seven of my children were launched into the world for my very real and not very perfect <laughs> homeschool. But all seven of them graduated from college. They just turned out they were all college bound. They are all serving God with their unique gifts. You know, from being a graphic designer to an entrepreneur, a professional horticulturist to a stay-home mom, and so much more. So I always like to begin with prayer. For those of you who know me, this is one of my favorite prayers I share with you. And I am inviting you to join me in prayer and for the next like 15 minutes. Let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let nothing disturb you. Nothing frighten you. All things are passing. God never changes. Patience obtains all things. Nothing is wanting to him who possesses God. God alone suffices. Dear Holy Family, please, please come upon, you know, praying, interceding for the beautiful families here in our community. In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, amen.
So since you are joining me, this is pre-recorded. This is go at your own pace. You actually will have the ability to go make a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or just grab some water. You may even want to get a pen and paper to jot down a few things, but I always encourage you to just sit back, relax, and listen. And knowing that it's pre-recorded, you can always go back and search for the little gems that you know are really going to help to move the needle for your homeschool. So is this you right now? Okay, did just a bunch of books now show up at your house? Or maybe they've been coming in dribs and drabs, and you now have a stack of books for every single one of your children. And don't you love those back-to-school sales? I always love back-to-school sales. It's one of my favorite times. In fact, I don't homeschool my children, but I already went shopping for supplies for my grandchildren. So now what do we do next? And that's when the word opportunity came to me. I really, really want to let you guys all know that I I bring you with me as I pray and pray really hard because I know exactly what it feels like to get that decision that, you know, it was really hard journey sometimes. And even on a year by year basis to get to the point and saying, ah, okay, we're going to homeschool. And yet to feel like it's an opportunity, like, what are you talking about, Paula? It's just something I have to do. And I guess I wanted to kind of flip this around and help you to think about what it means, what it actually means when we homeschool. So I like to start with things. I'm such a bookish person. So what did I do? I went to the Cambridge Dictionary and I looked up the definition for what is an opportunity? Well, an opportunity is an occasion or a situation like homeschooling, that makes it possible to do something that you want to do or you have to do, or it's the possibility of doing something. Well, you know, you may have come to the decision to homeschool through prayer. It is my fervent hope that you and your spouse have prayerfully discerned it. And, you know, God has given you the children that you have at the right time, and at the right sibling order, and he is calling you to do the unthinkable, to manage your home as a parent, to guide your children, but to be their primary teacher. And when I say that, I say, first and foremost, it's the primary teacher in the faith. Yes. So it's a call. First, we're called to marriage, called to parenting, and now we're called to be their primary educators. Yes, you are called. Um, From the letter to families, beautiful Pope St. John Paul II makes it so clear. Raising your children can be considered a genuine apostolate. It's a living means of communication. Let's think about opportunity, right? It not only creates a profound relationship between the educator and the one being educated, which is the parent and the child, but it also makes the parent and the child sharers in truth and love, and that final goal, which everyone is called by the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It is the number one reason why everybody homeschools to what? We are made for eternity, and it is our fervent hope that as we are the primary educators of our children of the faith, that we are homeschooling them for eternity. So the family then becomes a school of prayer. 
Saint, again, Pope John Paul II is urged us to see the family as a little church, ecclesiola, yes, which is to say a place where people learn to pray and to make God the absolute center of their lives. Because, you know, one cannot help but think in this context, the manner in which Karol Wojtyla's father, meaning John Paul II, by his quiet but consistent piety, he shaped his son to be a saint who would in time transform the face of the earth. Wow, that is really profound. Let's let's talk opportunity. <laughs> so you've got a domestic church. You prayed, you discerned, you have a call within a call and your prayers and your children can transform the face of the earth. Wow. This quote really spoke to my heart. It really helped me to think about all you families in our community and exactly all of you taking those steps. This comes from Imaggio Dei as Privilege and Mission. It was a talk that Bishop Barron had given. Now, I, I get it. You know, when you begin... You are feeling the huge weight of responsibility. You may even forgot why you're homeschooling in the first place. And if any of you know me, you know that I want you to hopefully write down your big why. Go look in the community because I did a wonderful, beautiful session where lots of families are getting back to that. Why are we even homeschooling in the first place? You are anxious. You know, I just spoke with a mom today. We popped into one of our social meetups in the plus group. And she's like, yeah, I'm just anxious to just get it right. I'm second guessing things. So there's stressors. There's family stressors. There's just so many hours in the day. How do I have time for everybody? I've got so many needs to fill. It is impossible for me to do this. How can I even be enough? And let us not forget that we have that criticism going on, self-talk, you know, we really are constantly undermining the good, the things that God is calling us to do. And there may be the outside world criticizing this radical thing you're doing by trying to raise your children in the faith. So let's talk about this. When I started to look at opportunities, the other big huge word that always looms in the scope for me when I talk about homeschooling is freedom. Yes, freedom. It is freedom to choose what makes the best fit for your children, but it is the freedom that we are being called to. We're teaching our children it's that old adage, you know, if you give your child a fish, they'll eat for a day, but you teach them how to fish, they'll eat for the rest of their lives. And so what we're doing is we want to choose what kind of education our children have, not to just listen to some expert telling us what they should be doing, when they should be doing, but instead looking at the unique individuals in our family and having the freedom of time so that they're mastering subjects. We're not filling out workbooks for the sake of just saying it's done. We're learning and mastering concepts, the baby blocks to build us, to ready our children, to launch them into the world. But freedom exists within a framework. I would say, dare say, really a moral framework. And that has to be foundationally formed by through our 
being the primary educators of our children in the faith in terms of virtues and morality and understanding. And without that framework, we have chaos. There is no freedom without having that moral framework. So the result is now you feel sometimes alone. Maybe you're you're the only one in your family and you're hearing other members of your family saying, well, well, you know, are you sure about this thing? What's going to happen? Maybe, maybe they won't be as prepared. Are you really the best qualified? You're feeling overwhelmed because there are just so many needs. It's such a huge responsibility and you just don't know where to turn. And I want to say, so I love this little picture. I've shared it before. Uh, these are my three daughters who are to this day in they're in their twenties, you know, young ladies, the one in the middle is married, expecting at the time of this recording, she's expecting her second child. And they talk to each other every single day. They are each other's best friends. They are connected by a love of their faith. Two of them are right now as I'm recording this or at adoration together, you know, but when I began, I never looked at the unique needs of my family. I immediately went to the experts. I really immediately thought I had to replicate school. I immediately thought that if I put them in the right grades and give them the right materials, I'm going to be a confident teacher and they're going to be set for life. And remember, it is never about the curriculum. Instead, please take the time to look at the individual uniqueness of your children and have the freedom and the opportunity to tailor it to your children. It's all about connecting. It's all about making that connection between the opportunity God has given to you with the precious gifts of your children. So, you know, over the 25 years I homeschooled, the hundreds of families that I have coached, I came away with this beautiful little homeschool life cycle. It's something we rotate through every year, just like we do the seasons of life, just like we do our beautiful liturgical year. It is your successful homeschool life circle. Um, it is so foundational. These are the core, core principles of what it means to have a homeschool life. And I'm not talking about school in the home. I'm talking about what we are trying to form this opportunity, opportunity to really appreciate the gifts of our children. So what we do is we first form our big why, our big purpose for why we're homeschooling with our spouses, with God. Then we determine what is that one goal per year per child that we're going to move through. And that becomes the foundation of our plan. We create individual plans for each child to carry them through the year. And then we need to take care. We need to do inner work. Inner work. And it mostly is within our prayer life, in our spirituality, and our connections. And that means that the things we focus our efforts on with that proven plan and experienced mentors and the wisdom of shared experiences, yes, that will improve us exponentially. And so, oops, we went too far. Let's go back. <laughs> I got all, all excited about that. So how are you presently making connections? Now, I really want to dive into this whole idea of opportunity, right? 
because it's all about relationships with God and our family. And when you're homeschooling, you are taking time, precious, precious time. Time is that one thing we can't reclaim. And you're taking the precious time to form your children, to have the important conversations, the ones that truly, truly matter, that will stay with them, that will foundationally make for their relationship with each other, but primarily their relationship and understanding of how much God loves them and how much he wants to be in relationship with them. So here we go again. We're on a mission from God. You are called to holiness. We are made for eternity and we are called to pass the baton of our Catholic faith to our children to help them find their missions, their calling, you know, this is another quote it's from that Imago Dei that talk by Bishop Barron. And he says in there that the family transforms the culture. And boy, do we need that transformation, don't we? The family is the place where the objective virtues are taught and cultivated from whence morally informed people go forth for the reworking of culture. So your mission but what it means to be on mission and what it means for us to evangelize this culture means it's not just for us. We are forming that next generation. We are the ones to be the leaven within the world. And that is huge. And I know that it's huge. You know, it is, as Bishop Aaron says here, when this kingly responsibility, you know, we have that threefold priest, prophet, king, right? That kingly responsibility is abdicated. Other kings one can be assured we'll step into the breach. And those other kings, those other things that are vying for our children, don't kid yourself. There are so many things vying for your children's souls. And that is that wealth, honor, privileges, all of that is in that place. And that is why it is so key that we have opportunity to build culture. And we do that through community. We're not doing this in isolation. So when we have a community, we have our beautiful Catholic homeschool community. Please, please ask for support. Seek out your friends and mentors and knock on the door to discovery and wonder with each other. Because the key to lifelong sustainable learning for your children, the confidence you are seeking in your homeschool journey as you launch your children into the world is truly in that loop, in that homeschool part, connecting and filling up your well in self-care. So remember to reclaim joy in your family and your homeschool. We need each other. It's important that families attempt to build bonds of solidarity amongst themselves. And again, when I look at the reasons that you so generously put down why you joined this community, it was to find like-minded Catholic families that are all striving to trans transform the world to build that Catholic culture in this world. See, and this allows us, each other, to assist each other in this educational enterprise because parents are educated by other parents and children by other children. And so uh, there we are back. So that is the community. There's a picture. I want any of you who have not done so already, please begin at the welcome. Every month I do a welcome, a tour of the community. It's sometimes your vert, you know, your visual, and you need to be able to see how it's done. Know on that welcome start here, there's a little video. Anytime you can reach me direct message. If you're not sure about how to gather the resources, 
please reach out to me or to others. With over 9,200, isn't that amazing? Over 9,200 Catholic homeschool families in our community, back to that opportunity, I couldn't help but think we have an incredible opportunity to tap into our collected wisdom and our collected experiences. And I want to just, this is a little hint, and we're going to talk more about it in our video too, but we have a new opportunity and that's to get that big group even smaller, even smaller, because when we go to a smaller group that are topical, so we're meeting like-minded people, but now I want to get down even to a closer group, a smaller, close-knit group of people. That is when we form these smaller groups and they are results-driven. They each have their own purpose. They each have their own little charism, so to speak. And so just like the apostolates, each one of us is called to different groups. So let me show you. In our homeschool community, this is a picture of the laptop, scroll on the left side, or it's the three top lines, three top lines of our menu, you will see groups. And when you open up the groups, you will see what's available. We have an unschoolers group for those who choose to homeschool, doing homeschooling, and you'll see a bunch of other groups. So for example, our unschoolers group is being hosted and it has been hosted by Tina Rodriguez. She is beautiful, beautiful woman who has discovered the homeschool journey herself, has gone through all of that, lives it day by day. She's the moderator in that group. And that group has existed for a while, but we are relaunching these groups with more connectivity, more meetups, more resources. There is now a brand new group called the Tan Academy Tan Books Group. This is being moderated by Krista Thomas. Krista Thomas, herself a veteran homeschooler who has been the coach for Tan Academy. She has been working with Tan Books for years, and she is there to help guide you through using those materials for families who want to use that. We have Jennifer Jackson. She herself is a homeschool mom who has had some training herself, but has also children that have superpowers and everything that she's learning. She is so eager to share with you. She's so eager to learn from you. And they already have weekly meetups. And then we have the Seton families, Mary Ellen Barrett. Many of you have met her as well on through our talks. I did a great little EWTN session with Mary Ellen and we have set up a uh, another group for families who use Seton materials. This is you don't have to be enrolled or if you are enrolled, whatever you seek. It is also scheduled starting in September, weekly meetups. She's even starting a Sacred Heart Novena. I saw that already in the group. And yours truly is starting her mompreneurs group. This is a group that I had started on Facebook, but nay, nay way to Facebook got lost. It's just a terrible rabbit hole. <laughs> and instead we are going to relaunch that group into the Catholic homeschool community. Many, many moms have asked me to share how I have uh, been running. I've run um, a business while I was homeschooling a business that employed not only my entire family, but many members of my parish, many people through the years. It, and I am so eager to share 
with families, how to homeschool, how to build a business. We will have weekly meetups, monthly teaching sessions as well. So, and if you're a Community Plus member, yay for those and those who want to join, it's still open. The Community Plus member, you get access to every group. Every single group is part of your Plus membership. So let me leave you with this. The confidence, confidence, the thing that really, really made me a confident homeschool mom that really assured me, that helped me to forge year by year with the assurance that I was doing the best for my children was that I had a clear path, that big why, those one goals, and I walked with others on the journey. I never did it alone. I always did it in the company of those who were on the same path as I was. This is what our dear friend Amy says. She says, together we're better. She said, you know, I learned that taking care of myself was just as important as getting them going during the day. I started being more intentional about my morning routines and theirs. We worked a lot on the flow of our day, but I didn't get upset when it didn't really work out quite the way we planned. I think that the most that has helped me is to remember that the struggle is the same for all of us with respect to going against the grain to actually homeschooling. It helps to know that I'm not alone. And even though we're different, We all doubt that things are going to work as they should in the day-to-day and if this is the right choice. So join us in these smaller groups, spend time in the community, and the next big question in video two is about time. Time. You know, one of those things, you know, great, we're connected. I'm going to be there. But oh my gosh, Paula. How am I going to find the time to plan? How do I manage time for myself? How am I finding time for prayer? How do I even make time to connect in these smaller groups? I mean, isn't this just Catholic social media? How do I find others that are on the same path? And what actually happens in these smaller groups? We'll meet me in video number two, and we'll dive into that. Please share your comments under this replay. Share with us what you got, any of your aha moments, key takeaways from this first video. Tell me what your definition of opportunity is. And I'd like to leave you with these final words from scripture, uh, the wisdom of scripture. And this is Romans chapter one, verses 11 to 12. For I long to see you, that I may share with you some spiritual gift so that you may be strengthened. That is, that you and I may be mutually encouraged by one another's faith, yours and mine. So I want to thank you. Thank you for spending the time with me. It's so precious. I honor, I honor your stories. Share with us your stories, your journey, and meet me in video two as we talk transformation. And may God bless you abundantly. Bye now.